It's new from Ashley McBride. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig. And uh, good morning to you, Daniel. I want business people to listen to me right now. And I need to say something to you. Bring back the freebie. And I say freebie when I was a kid and you bought cereal. And same with you, Tig. You bought a box of cereal. What came inside of it? I don't know. Is that a toy? A prize, yes. Oh, yeah. A prize. toy, a mm-hmm. prize. The freebie is a big part of people's uh, lives and the branding of a product. So much so that some places started out being one thing but turned completely into something else on account of the freebie. You're a fan of history, right? You know the company Avon? Yeah, they would sell, like, uh, makeup products and things. No, no, no. When they started out in 1866, this guy named David McConnell, he sold books door-to-door. But to lure, like, the female customers in, he offered little bitty bottles of perfume, little gifts of perfume for the ladies. And then it turned into that. Before too long, the freebie was Ah. more popular than the books. I see. He realized this, so he shifted focus, founded California Perfume Company, later became Avon. What about Wrigley's gum? William Wrigley Jr. founded the company in 1881. His goal was selling soap and baking powder. So he offered chewing gum as a little enticement to the customers. Before and too now long, it's Wrigley gum. Before too long, customers didn't really care about the ba- baking powder. They only wanted the gum. Wow, that is, uh, that's pretty fascinating. We should all take a lesson from that. Like, think about McDonald's. And I was raving about how McDonald's... Their branding and things like that about how great it is. They still have the freebie and the Happy Meal. It's the it's the toy, right? It's the freebie, man. Yeah. So, I mean, the kid, like in my case, and you've experienced this before, the kid doesn't really give a rat's a about the cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. What they want is that damn toy. Sure. You know, and so McDonald's probably sells way more cheeseburgers by adding a eight cent toy. And I've found that you take away the freebie, things kind of get messed up a little bit. Remember Cracker Jacks used to put something in there, like a prize? Now it's just like a stupid piece of paper. Yeah, they messed that up. I remember getting magnifying glasses. I remember uh, little toys like that. But your mom had scared you out of that because she told you that um, if you got a tattoo, it might have LSD on it. Yeah, one time uh, Cracker Jacks had like a tattoo, temporary tattoo, and she's like, it's covered in LSD. (laughs) Like, I don't know that the Cracker Jack Corporation is trying to do that, but... uh, (laughs) Keep in mind, like, we need to find a freebie. That's why people like to come to a radio station broadcast if we're out remote somewhere. The freebies. They the don't Tiger come to Daniel see canned us. Hams. The canned the, uh, hams. That's you know, right. there's all kind of things that we give away. We need to come up with a very good freebie, Tig, that we can give away. We'll be known for our freebie. What about the uh, Sound of Moolah that's coming up? Is that, would you consider that a freebie? Or? That's, yeah, that's, that's, it's free to play. All right, so we've got the Sound of Moolah coming up at 710 this morning. It's worth uh, 150 damn dollars. Not bad, not bad. All here at 98.5 The Bull. Our freebie continues at 810 and 910. All here with Tig and Dana. It's 98.5 The Bull. Your $150 chance. The sound of moolah happens at 710. Hey, good morning, Dana. Hey, Tig, I've got my Venmo out. It's open, and I'm going to give you a question here. I'm going to give you one guess, one answer. If you get it correct, I'm going to Venmo you $20. Okay. A lot on the line this morning here. You get one guess. The Hollywood Reporter did an article talking about the best TV shows of the 21st century. I'd like you to tell me the best show of the 21st century, according to the Hollywood Reporter. I always get confused with 20th. What what century is it? 21st century. So 2000 and on? I guess. I was going to say I really don't know what that means either, (laughs) but I think it's the, yeah, I'm going to say the 2000s. Is it? I get so confused by that. And go. Survivor? Are you some kind of moron? I you think Survivor would be one of the best shows but of the I'll, 21st no, century? I was thinking like MASH and Friends and all that, but those were before 2000. So I, okay, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to give you a, a second guess. For $10, I'll name one that's even feasible. Yellowstone. No. All right. Well, I mean, why do you ask me a question? I don't know the answer Because I thought to it, for sure mad. that you would say something like The Sopranos. I thought so, you'd say Better Call Saul, which you loved. I thought you'd say Breaking Bad. All right. So what was the answer? I'll get to it. Um, better uh, Breaking Bad, which we both loved, right? That came in at 16. So that gives you like how far the bar is set already. Better Call Saul, 
rated the seventh best show of the 21st century. You've got then onto the top five, The Wire on HBO. Number four was 30 Rock. What? Number three was Succession. They said 30 Rock's better than Breaking Bad? Yeah. Okay. As a guy who thought Survivor was going to be the number one show of the 21st century, your opinion now invalid. Okay. Um, Three was Succession on HBO. Number two, The Sopranos. And the number one show was on AMC from 2007 to 2015. I don't think either one of us watched this. It was Mad Men. Oh. The best show of the 21st century. I'm going to have to go back and revisit that and watch that. Hmm. I wonder why, why didn't we get into Mad Men at the time? Uh, a lot of people liked it, but uh, that's their opinion. I, I don't I don't know. I thought probably the best show I've ever seen. Uh, it's got to be Breaking Bad, right? It's the one maybe I enjoyed the most. I enjoyed that one particularly the most, but I would have put Lost on there. I, I know you didn't watch that at the time, but I guess we need to catch up on The Wire, and we need to watch Mad Men. I remember uh, Sopranos, the first show I ever saw you really get into and watch. Like, you would come over and watch it occasionally. Oh, yeah. That was We had a big when, party uh, for the finale. People would get together and go to people's houses for these watch parties and stuff. That's right. Yeah, back when Ty would leave the house. Those are fond days, fond memories. A distant memory, too. Yeah, a long, long time ago. Ty and Daniel, The Bull. Except I was just down at Jackie Cooper Nissan, Daniel. Yeah? Remember, I was there with you. What, you don't remember this? I thought it was well, a Well, you were starting day. like you were telling me a story. You said, I was just down at Jackie Cooper well, Nissan. You said and you I never leave the house, but I said, dude, I was just oh, at Jackie Cooper Nissan. And sound like you were about to tell a, a story. Uh, yeah, Ty went to Jackie Cooper Nissan, and uh, you know what we noticed when we were down there? There was almost no place to park because they have so much inventory Big on the lot. time stuff, man, and they're still looking for cars, man. They want your car. They're renovating down there, too, so don't don't ride by there and think, oh, they're closed. Oh, no, 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 they're open for business, and they're having the big construction sale. Uh, they're renovating the place, and like Tyke said, they want your car real bad. They will give you up to $1,500 over Kelly Blue Book. That's whether you're just selling your car, like straight up selling it to them, or trading it in for a new Nissan. Tyke, you drive a Nissan. You love this thing. I do. I uh, took. Heck, I just got out of it a few minutes ago before I came to work. I love the Nissan. It's safe. That's my number one thing. I got to carry my boy around in that. That's number one by far. But is it, it actually looks good, too. Is it comfortable? Oh, I love it, man. I'm to an age, Dan. Like, I just stood up, and I'm like, my back kind of hurts. And uh, I'm to the age where that seat warmer, some people probably just turn that on from time to time. Mine is just constantly on. Just now. on it all the time. It's just on. Well, the winter's coming up, and think about this. It's going to be, like, so cold in your car, you won't be able to get in there and drive it. you got to wait for it to frost. You could just, with your key, before you hop in the shower. Start that car. Start that thing. The heater starts going. And uh, you're good to go. JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. Life is good. Daniel's always fascinated by uh, the lottery payouts. It's a huge payout now, like $1.2 because nobody can win this Powerball, I guess. And uh, so they keep adding money to it. And um, would you like to know the, the lump sum? You know, they, what you see on the billboards is if you take it over time. Yeah, let me be clear. I don't really care much what they say they're giving you. I like to hear what the lump sum is and how much it is after taxes. Okay. The lump sum on the $1.2 billion jackpot would be about half that, 600-something million dollars. Uh, and then after that, you got to pay taxes, um, you know, I guess, uh, let's just say 30%, right? So after that, you're going to be down to, it's not going to be that great. <laughs> no, and it's still going to be great. I mean, it's still going to be great, but you see the $1.2 billion and you're, not, you're getting a fraction of that. And, and to put the lottery odds in perspective, somebody said this and I said, oh, that makes a lot of sense. It would be like if they had a big bowl and everybody in America put their name in the bowl. And then a guy went in and pulled one name out of all of America. That's your chance. About two hundred ninety-two million, um, in one. I don't care about the ratios and all that. I want to know what you're getting after the taxes. Just ballpark it. So uh, let's say you have to pay thirty percent, maybe probably forty percent. Really, isn't that like what they do to these people? Um, here, I'll do it real quick. Ba -ba -da -ba -da. And you don't have to do that thing where you say, you're more likely to get struck by lightning. We know it's hard to win the lottery. We know it's almost impossible. If I was running the lottery talk, I would just give all the numbers like 
tax-free lottery is what I'd call it. Mm-hmm. The Oklahoma tax-free lottery, this is what you're getting, boom. And We've already taken the taxes. Yeah, it. just be straight up. What is it now? What does it come to? So $1.2 billion, if you take the lump sum, which means your payment's going down already right off the bat, mm-hmm. right? But financial people say it's better to take the lump sum. $1.2 billion, you get about $380 million. Just so just say, if the uh, tax-free so, lottery, look, we're just going to give you $383 million. Do you ever go and uh, here's what, I never buy those things. And it, it's not that I don't like it, but what happens is everybody that lives in a state that doesn't have the Powerball calls me. It's like, dude, could you pick up a ticket for me? So what I do is I never assign a ticket. I'll go buy 10 tickets and then... If it wins, I'll say that was my ticket, not so, theirs. So if, you get, uh, if you do win, you'd be wrapped up in legal fees and a big, huge court case for yeah, decades. I mean, it would ruin my life. Yeah. It's 98.5 The Bull. Oh, that um, Hardy who sings that song right there alongside Lauren Elena and Devin Dawson. Do you see what's going on with Hardy? That uh, he's like backing off from music right now. He's having a tough time with panic attacks and things. Oh, yeah? And he's like, man, I can't, like, it must be very hard to be on stage and have panic attacks and all that kind of stuff. And he says, he's like canceling his shows. He's got to, he's got to like take a leave of absence. Wow, that's bad. I kind of feel bad for people that are going through some kind of struggle like that. But Hardy, um, you know, he's not the most famous guy in country music, but he's had some good songs out. And he's like, dude. And um, anyway, I saw this post he made and people were commenting on the post to him canceling these shows. What were they saying? Were they in support? Do you think it was positive or do you think it was negative? I think, well, if it's Hardy, I'd imagine that they're, they're fans of his. They're probably posting and saying, uh, you know, we're thinking about you, things like that. Was no, it people positive? were thanking him because they were like, I've, I've gone through panic in my life or, you know, I've gone through anxiety in my life. And, you know, um, 20, 30 years ago, it wasn't quite as, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, oh, you're stressed, you know, get over it. But it's a, like an actual issue for people. And so people were like, thank you. You know, my boss didn't understand that I needed to take a day off and all this stuff. So people were, but uh, we won't hear from Hardy for a while. I'm glad he's taking care well, of himself. Well, we might hear from him. Maybe he doesn't ha- maybe he's not panicky in the studio. Maybe we won't be seeing him live on, you know, on tour or anything like that. You know, another thing that I think probably did really that helped people uh, as far as mental health goes, and it's that uh, we just talked about the number one shows of the top 21st, I mean, the top shows of the 21st century, according to The Hollywood Reporter, number two was Sopranos. I think that's the first show that I ever saw that kind of even addressed the fact that there were panic attacks and anxiety attacks and things like that. Tony Soprano dealing with, he was with such these like, type of things. Yeah, I mean, he's a mob boss or something, so you think this guy's the toughest guy in the world, but he's having to go to counseling and stuff. Do, do you remember a time in television where that was even brought up? Like not, a panic attack or anxiety or anything no, like that? no. And so then you had this great show about, you know, the mafia and then Tony Soprano dealing with it. Who's the this toughest really, guy in the world yeah. has having anxiety yeah. issues. Now, he still did terrible and awful things, but he, you know, <laughs> you did feel for him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember being like that, like watching that guy like, like Fain or whatever. And be like, oh, poor Tony. Then next episode, he's like stomping some guy's testicles. <laughs> Yeah, he's putting a, a dead body in cement. <laughs> right. Like, oh, I was like, that I poor that, guy. I wish that Tony would take better care of himself. He's got a lot of stress in his life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sound of moolah is coming out worth $150 at 710 On 98.5, the bull. Ty, it's fall. We're uh, trying to give away some money here. Uh, got an interesting caller today. It's Chris. And uh, I didn't know this. He works at the Albertsons Distribution Center. That's a grocery store. But you say we have no Albertsons in Oklahoma. Is that correct? Uh-oh. Yeah. Is that you or him? That is correct. All right. Uh, uh, that so, is, that is. Well, why, why is there no Albertsons in uh, Oklahoma? I have no idea. They they used to be, and they all moved out or whatever. We still service a whole bunch of stores out of out of Oklahoma. You know so. what you, he should do? He should, uh, add a, he should just start taking some things from the distribution center and open his own. Uh, Chris's tiny Albertsons, you know, illegal yeah. Albertsons. How about that? Right. Yeah. I don't know about that. It's like a speakeasy grocery store. You just put it like in the basement of your house or something or hidden room. Are you in or are you in? Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that'd be a good idea. Well, let's win you some I mean, money. It sounds so you like can, a good idea. Well, it is. Uh, we're going to, maybe you can win some money this morning for a down payment on a uh, bootleg Albertsons brought to you by Chris. Uh, yeah. Would you like to hear the sound again? Uh, yeah, give, let me hear it one more time. All right, here we go for Chris. In three, two, one. 
All right, Chris, you've heard the sound. Are you now prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Yes. All right, Chris, what is your guess, please? I'm going to say an impact wrench. Is it an impact wrench? It is not. I'm sorry, Chris. Oh, okay. All right, thank you. Chris has a busy weekend. He says, uh, you're 13-year-old going for baseball tryouts. Yes. Man, no more free time if you have kids in baseball. Tig's got uh, fall ball right now, and then yesterday, right up to the last second, you weren't sure if the game was going to be can- I know, canceled. You, uh, Chris, did you uh, feel the impact of that storm yesterday afternoon? I did. Yeah, so uh, they're like, are we going to cancel the game or are we not? And finally, I just had to say, all right, you got to get dressed, buddy, because, I mean, we don't know the answer. It gets all dressed, and then they cancel the game. Exactly. And you have one, one or two oh. kids in baseball? Two. Oh, my gosh. How old are they? 13 and 11. But see, he got, he's got no more free time. He goes no, to Albertsons and, and he goes to the ballpark. Coming. What? Basketball. basketball. Yeah. Say, you guys got to start saying no to some of this. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, sometimes. Daniel, Daniel's was, parents were good at saying no, I mean, because yeah. he wanted to join the Boy Scouts. I was going to say. Um, <laughs> they didn't let him. I remember being like, you know, I don't play football. I don't play any sports because I was a little guy. I wasn't very tall. And I said, guys, I just like to play. I'd like to be a Boy Scout. They meet like once a month. I said, Mom, Dad, my <laughs> dream is to join the Boy Scouts. Can I? And they go, no, the uniform is too expensive. I look up the uniform, $30. They just and, didn't and we want to have to take we you to your poor. meets and stuff, We're right? eating steak like every night. Uh-huh. And they wouldn't get me the uh, Boy Scout uniform. They didn't want to so bring I, you to Boy Scout meetings. They couldn't be bothered for once a month no, to right. let me join the Boy Scouts. I'm sorry, Daniel. Somebody you know, then I got the, I got the uh, heartbroken badge sewed onto me that day. Oh. Say something, Chris. Uh, I've never been a Boy Scout. Uh, let's go back in time. I want you to pretend like you're my father, and I ask you um, if I can... Join the Boy Scouts, and I and I want you to say yes and encourage me. Absolutely, son. That oh, would be a on, great right. idea. We got to start. All right, Dad. Yes, son. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I want to join the Boy Scouts. Tell me one good reason why we should let you join the Boy Scouts, and what is the cost? Well. I, I'm, you know, a young boy, and uh, there's nothing anywhere around me. I don't. You know, like the summers, there's not much to do. My sister won't be here for another, like, 10 or 15 years. Uh, you know, I just like to be around some other kids and learn how to do some outdoor things. And I think it's what, only like what? it's only like $30, Dad. Uh, you know what? I I think I want to talk to your mom, and but I think that's a great idea. And I, I think we can swing that. Wait. So I think that would be a great, great idea. You're telling me now I'll be able to go and hang out with other kids and do fun stuff? Yeah, that, I think that'd be good for you. Maybe you'll even go camping with me sometimes, Dad. <laughs> God, sure. Oh, camping's great. Fun, that, fun, fun, fun. Is time. it fun? Oh man, you've only taken me like two or three times. It's like my favorite thing in the world to do. All right, well, let's camp away. Oh, look at that. But that's not what happened to you. No, no, no. Oh. They just said no. <laughs> <laughs> no, answer is no. All right. Uh, Chris, I appreciate a good guess, uh, but we're back uh, in less than an hour, Dan, and we got to add some money to the jackpot now. Yeah. Now it's worth $200. How many Boy Scout uniforms is that? About uh, seven. About seven. seven. Boy Scout seven. Uniform. All right. Yeah. Close. All right, so we're back at 810 with that on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Ah, it's 98.5 The Bull. Um, not too far away from the bullfight at 740, Dan. And what are we yeah. playing for today again? Oktoberfest tickets. That's right. All things uh, all things fall, it feels like. A high today of 81. It's 63 right now. Tiger's in here freezing in the studio. Dude, it's so cold. It's so cold in our studio right now. I saw a polar bear, and he left. Oh, the, the polar bear's like, I'm getting the hell out of <laughs> he here. He can't handle it. Dude, you have no right to talk. I've been to your house. You keep your thermostat at like 68 degrees. This is nothing compared to... This is like an oasis compared to your house. Well, you know how um, you, if you work in an office space, um, you'll, <laughs> you'll like go around the cubicles... 
And I don't know, every third, somebody's got a space heater. I'm mm-hmm. considering putting a space heater by me. Um, do like, you think, am I to that age now? Do you think we'll ever get to a point in our career where we will have a space where we can adjust the uh, temperature of the room itself? No, we got that thing where we can't touch the thermostat. No, we don't. Don't we? I'm, I see. Well, see, here's the thing. I see a thermostat in here. I don't know what this controls. I don't see. Is that, isn't that a thermostat on the wall over there? Yeah. But I don't know what that controls. But it's not locked down. This, yeah. yeah, this is one. This is why I love this company. They don't do that bull crap where they have that locking thing. Yeah, if you work for a company and they lock the thermostat on you, that ain't right, like, man. They don't trust you. Like, I, you I've know. seen places like uh, businesses like banks where people in charge of hunt millions of dollars and, and they have these ledgers and they have keys to the vault and everything, and then the dang thermostat is locked up. <laughs> it's like, what the heck is it's going on here? <laughs> we don't mind you having access to all our cash. Didn't we have a situation? Don't touch the right, a situation where. Um, this old radio station we worked at, we could get on this radio and say anything we wanted, anything crazy. You know, if we cuss on this radio station, the FCC fines the company. And we had all this power. But there's a plastic piece of plastic with a key on it where you can't touch the thermostat. I'll never understand that. I guess I guess because then everybody would just go crazy with the thermostat. I guess. And then uh, people, some people like it at 71. Some people like it at 68. It drives people nuts or something. But that thermostat, that's an important thing at work, apparently. Here's another crazy thing about the thermostat at work. I know somebody that works down in Alabama, works for, like, the state. They can't control their thermostat. Nobody in the building can. Like, a, it's a whole other building in the Capitol that controls the thermostat. <laughs> they re- Wait, they control the temperature remotely? Correct. <laughs> so you got folks that, ain't even, deal, that yeah. ain't even in the place controlling it from wow. miles and miles away. What is the deal yeah. with the thermostat? You know what they ought to do? We ought to put a window unit in here <laughs> and a space heater, and that way we can have our own yeah. and we could be we comfortable. We do whatever we wanted. But now how are you colder in here than you are at your house when you keep your thermostat at like 68 degrees? It could be psychological, too. I think because, it is. You know what I'm saying? If it's 100 out, it feels good in here, but if it's all getting a little cool out, then I'm cold. It's like riding a go-kart with your cousin almost. When you're driving that go-kart, you'll do crazy stuff. You feel all right. But when your cousin's driving it, you feel like you're about to die at any moment. It's right. that, Even though you did the same thing. It's the psychological. Yeah. You just you don't have control. That's what's going on with you. That's why you feel <laughs> so cold. And also, you're wearing shorts. Like, I don't know who in the world wakes up and sees that it's 60 degrees and says, oh, I'll just throw in some shorts. No. I'm one of those guys, I guess. What does that you mean? See, you know those guys. Are you wearing flip-flops today, too? No, no, but you know the guys I'm talking about. It's 30 degrees, and they're wearing shorts around Guthrie Green. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even like those people. I guess I'm one oh, of them. Oh, well, you're being a climatist. That's ridiculous. You're like, being, you're being a climatist. Put on some pants, man. I love What's it. Your uh, yeah, I love to see these guys. It's uh, zero degrees outside. They're wearing a sweatshirt, shorts, and flip-flops. <laughs> and I'll be like, hey, man, uh, it's freezing. He's like, I don't, I don't get cold. Yes, you do. What, you're wearing a sweatshirt? Your dang legs are purple. <laughs> That's right. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Thanks for that therapy session. I think it might be in my head. Are but, you starting uh, to heal? Yeah. You know what's in my head, too, is that one thing I know for sure that isn't um, sort of a mirage in the desert, what's real is that Snow's Furniture has the best prices in town. That's right. Barry says, if you come in my store and you spend $100,000, you can put the thermostat on anything you want. <laughs> Does he have that deal? Yeah. He does make deals down there. He does. He's got the lowest prices in town. It would almost be impossible to spend that much on furniture. It's Snow's furniture. furniture. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, goodness gracious. You know, they have the largest inventory, and uh, it's all there. It's In other words, it's not a showroom model. This is the stuff you take home. And so you don't have to wait for it to come in on some ship or something like that. And since it's been locally owned since 1978, that's like what I really like, too, is that it's not getting mailed to some rich guy. Mm-hmm. In New York City, living on Broadway. Also, I like to actually sit on the piece of furniture I'm going to have at my house. Because, listen, you use furniture. You don't really think about how much you use furniture in your life. I slept on furniture last night. I ate on furniture. Did you? I Yeah. You, don't, don't go into everything you've done on furniture. Done a lot of stuff on furniture. <laughs> <laughs> and for the lowest price in town. That's right. Snow's Furniture is online in town and on Facebook. All right, Daniel, so we've arrived at the Bullfight uh, Oktoberfest tickets, which um, it's a great ticket, man. I mean, I don't think you'll regret being at Oktoberfest. Fun stuff out you there. might not feel so good the next morning, but it is so so much fun. Yeah, You're right. Guys wear that, uh, what is that, leader? Like a Pantyhosen. Dress? dress or something, yeah. Is that what it's called, pantyhosen? Guys, hello, <laughs> Elizabeth, Eric. Oh, oh, I, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm pulling over. I want to make sure I listen. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, wait till we get live and then pull over. Like, uh, well, I just pulled over. Just okay. You're, I'm kidding. Yo, we're live now. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, what is the German that that get up people wear? The German, what is it called? Um. Oh. Oh, I don't know. All right. Well, Elizabeth's a middle <laughs> no, school I, teacher. She's, uh, I guess, you're on the way to school now? Yeah, I was, yes. I just pulled over. I I'm thought you guys had to be there at like 7.30 or something. 8.05 for middle school. Okay, well, we better get done with this pretty quickly then so you're not late. Uh, Elizabeth, taking on Eric, the construction worker. Eric, how are you this morning? I'm doing good. How are you guys? When you, got, when you guys are at the construction site, what are you and the boys talking about? Golden Bachelor, or what do y'all discuss this time of year? We're usually too busy to shoot the breeze, but just in case my boss is listening. But say you're on your lunch break and you're having your sandwiches up there in those beams, you're wearing your hard hats. Uh, what are y'all talking about normally? Oh, family and money and retirement. Family, money, and retirement. All right. Not we got fun crew. Sounds like fun. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're playing for Oktoberfest tickets. This is called the Of Something Quiz. I'm going to give you a movie title, and it's all of something, and you tell me what it's of. We'll start with you, Elizabeth. A very easy one here. In 1939, the movie The Wizard of... Oz. Oz is correct. Eric. Yeah. From 2014, Guardians of the... Galaxy. Galaxy is correct. Daniel said he cried at that movie. Buddy, all of them made me cry. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, Elizabeth. In 1968, Planet of the... Apes. Apes. Correct. Yay. Eric. From 1991, The Silence of the... Lambs. Lambs. Can you give us a Hannibal Lecter impression, please, Eric? (laughs) No. Just say, hello, hello, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. All right. Elizabeth, from the yeah. year 2013, Tyke loves this movie, The Wolf of? <sighs> Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street is correct. Woo. Eric, from 1965, The Sound of? Music. We are tied up, Tyke, three to three, two questions Woo. to go. They get tougher and tougher as they go. Elizabeth. Okay. From 1981, Raiders of the... Lost Ark. Lost Ark, yes. Eric. All the way back in 1962, Lawrence of... Arabia. Arabia is correct. Yeah. We're tied up four to four, guys. It's getting tough. Elizabeth. Took place in Oklahoma. The year is 1940. The grapes of? Wrath. Wrath is correct. Eric. 1986. Little Shop of? Horrors. Horrors is correct. We're in a tie-breaking situation here. Explain how this works. All right, guys. The next question is for the both of you at the same time. Don't blurt okay. out the answer. I want you to kind of blurt out your name, and that's kind of the way you buzz in. And if you're the first to buzz in, you'll get the first chance to answer the question. Uh, All right. We're going to 2005. The Sisterhood of the... Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Traveling Pants. Traveling Pants is correct. One of Tig's favorite movies. Did you ever see that movie, Tig? <laughs> What is it? I never the heard of The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Don't know anything about those traveling pants. Let me tell you one thing, Tyke. My <laughs> pants only travel one day and one way, and that's down. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Elizabeth, uh, you've defeated Eric, the construction worker. 98.5 The Bull Fight. Uh, Eric, why should she give you the tickets instead of taking them for herself? She earned them. She should keep them and go. All right. Well, Elizabeth, Eric with uh, has... Giving you the blessing to keep them. Will you keep them, Mo, or give them to Eric? It's a totally up to you. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give them to Eric because I did go last year and I had a fabulous time. I'm gonna give them to Eric. All right, uh, Eric. Uh, Elizabeth has now foisted the tickets upon you. You may decide now if you're gonna keep them or foist them back onto Elizabeth. The decision is yours to make. 
I'll go ahead and keep them. Thank right. you, Elizabeth. He can win this. All right. Great time, Eric. Spandex or whatever you wear out there, right? Yeah, Eric, what do what, what <laughs> they, they wear out there? The German uh, leotard or whatever that's called? Something hosen. Leader hosen. Leader hosen. Yeah. You going to put some of those on, Eric? I. That would be a scary sight, so probably no. Oh, why is that? <laughs> I don't have leader hosen, uh, leader hosen body anymore. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, I, back in the day, this man put on a... He had a rocking body back yeah. in the old days. <laughs> skin tight, out of sight, and everybody liked it. All right, Eric, well, you're going to have a lot of fun at Oktoberfest. Elizabeth, we got the sound of moolah coming back up at 810. You're qualified to win that. It's up to, what is it now, Ty? 200 bucks? 200 bucks. Yeah, we're cool. not that far away Thank from you. that. You're so welcome, guys. Thanks for playing. It's 98.5 The Bull, 20 Thank minutes you. away from $200. If you. All right, so uh, Daniel gives me a hard time about sometimes I'll call the police on things, and he's like, dude, you're like a rat, man. Um, but I called the non-emergency line, and I was going to give you a scenario yesterday, no, uh, a couple of days ago, and I did call the non-emergency line to Tulsa police. Right. So give us the scenario. Here is the scenario. And I'd like to uh, decide if it was worthy of a call or not. Okay. So here we go. I'm on Cherry Street, which is, uh, you live right there at Cherry Street. I'm on 15th, and I get a little down 15th, and uh, there's a guy who, to me, appears to be kind of a drifter kind of guy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he's got the shopping basket and, you know, and uh, he has taken, there's, the ramp is closed to get on the highway there. And he has taken the signs, some of them off the ramp that says this ramp is closed. Now he's, he's taken the signs off the ramp. And then he moves them into the middle of 15th and blocks 15th with them. So now the ramp looks open, but 15th for no reason is closed. And uh, I think he was just having a good chuckle. You know, he enjoyed his, he was having, he was loving it. And he uh, moved the signs and blocked 15th. And I said, eh, something seems hinky here. I don't want anybody to get on the, the, the highway they're not supposed to get on. Secondly, now people are backing up and turning around on 15th, thinking that the signs are legitimately saying the road is closed because I saw the guy do it. I knew that the guy was probably just having a good chuckle. And so I called the non-emergency line and said, hey, guess what? Now, that, that I do think that uh, you should have called the police like, You know what I'll say to ask? They ask you a question, which I don't like to answer. They, they go, ask you who you are. They go, who are you? And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't know if I want them to know my name because what if somehow that guy, the perpetrator, finds out who I am then starts giving me trouble? I don't think they're going to let the perpetrator know. Now, that was not. a worthy reason to call the Thank non-emergency you. line. Finally. However, I've seen you call the police when there wasn't a reason to. Tig and I used to work together in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and he lived on an apartment complex that looked over the International Waterway, which is just like a big kind of like man-made river that kind of goes through and people can, I don't, what is that thing for? I don't know, but yeah, there was a, I had a body of water, kind of like a tiny yeah. man-made river. And one day he looks out there and he sees a alligator in that body of water in the coastal town. This dude calls 911. <laughs> he goes, uh... I just want to report there's an alligator out here in the river. And the 911 operator goes, okay. <laughs> so well, that's just, true. just to clarify. I was concerned because there was kids hanging out, and I was like, man, I hope this alligator doesn't need a baby or yeah, something. Just to clarify, Tig reported nature, in nature, to the police. And then he called a, a few days later. He's like, uh, there are some fish out here. I need to send somebody out. <laughs> Have you called to report any prairie dogs yeah. out here in Oklahoma I saw a yet? bird in my tree, and I called the cops right away. Yeah. I was like, hey, there's a bird in a tree. And Ty used to lives. live in New York City. I imagine you called quite a bit when you saw pigeons. <laughs> How are you going to call police on animals, dog? <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Hey, it's Tig and Daniel. Now, maybe you've heard about semaglutide, the new FDA-approved drug helping people lose weight like crazy and without strict dieting. But here's what you might not. Red Mountain Weight Loss has full-strength semaglutide and their newest medication called Revolex. It's specially formulated to give you full-strength semaglutide without side effects. So with Revolex, you'll lose up to 15 pounds a month without stomach pain or nausea. And it's not a shot. It's a tablet, so you can skip that weekly trip to the doctor's office. But here's the best part. Revolex costs about half 
of what you'll pay for other semaglutide medications. That's right. I said half price. So why go anywhere else? At Red Mountain, you get no shots, no side effects, just results for half the price. Trust the leader in medical weight loss. Red Mountain Weight Loss has helped millions of people lose weight safely, and they can help you too. Go to redmountainweightloss.com. That's redmountainweightloss.com. Wants to win money with the sound of moolah. I don't know why that sound just played. What, what was that? It was like the wrong sound. Well, we got to get it together, buddy. This is an important moment here. We've got Raquel on the phone, and she wants to identify the sound of music. I mean, moolah. Now, now Tig's rubbing off on me. Um, Raquel, what do you do for a living again? I am a credit union advisor. Credit union advisor, that means uh, that Tyke and I would come in, and how would you advise us? What do you tell us to do, like stocks and things? Um, it just depends on what your finances are looking like. Oh, not, not too good. That's how mine are looking. I just bought that house, my... <laughs> My house, uh, what's my oh, yeah. percentage rate, Tig? My mortgage is... Uh, uh, congrats on this. Daniel got an interest rate at 7.2. Oh, no, 7.37. Oh, boy. Uh, what would you advise me to do, Raquel? That's pretty normal right now. Dang well, it. Well, that's pretty normal right now. That's not actually that horrible. No. Nothing's looking great right now. It's real interest bad. Rate-wise. It's real bad. Tell me this. When will interest rates go down? See, we are not 100% sure on that. If you ask certain people, it's in the next year. If you ask them, it's not going to happen for a long time. So so what are you telling us? Don't be coy, I Raquel. I really hope it goes down in the next year, if we're being honest, so, because I'd really like to buy a new house. When will my home be affordable? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> treading water. refinance it when interest rates go down? What can you do for me? Make me an offer right now. Uh, currently not anything right now. It's Give me something, like Raquel. Has I'm sorry. All right. So, Raquel, not sure. What you should do is put it on a credit card next time. That would have been cheaper. No. I would have got some free points. <laughs> you get some uh, free airline Yeah, that's true. Trips. All right, Raquel, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. You think you know what the sound of moolah is. Would you like Tig to play it one more time for you? Um, No, because if I'm wrong, I'm already wrong. All right. Well, he's going to play it again anyway for everybody else. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, three, two, one. <laughs> All right, Raquel, are you prepared to guess the sound of music? Moolah, dead gummit. Yes, I'm ready. Okay, I think Raquel, what those... is your guess plays? I think it's one of those big paper cutters from the classrooms that your teachers used to use. Like it has a grid on it, like graph paper or something too? Okay, all right, I know exactly what she's talking about. Raquel, speaking of paper, you're incorrect, I'm sorry. Did they have those? Did they have those in classrooms? Yeah. I guess that's where we encountered them. I mean, I know what it is, yeah. but I guess it was in classrooms. I would be a nervous wreck. Seems like the children would cut their fingers off. <laughs> yeah, they lose digits. <laughs> All right, so. They have locks on them. They have locks on them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. All right, well, Raquel, I'm sorry. Uh, unfortunately, you did not get the sound of moolah, but here's the good news. We're going to add $50 to it, and then at 910, uh, you could, if you made it through again, you could call and uh, try to guess again. You're a financial advisor. What is two, I mean, one fifth, no, 200 plus 50? <laughs> good gum. 250 $250. You heard it from Raquel. Go see her at what bank do you work at? Uh, TTCO. PPCO? CCCU. Go see Raquel. She's, she'll advise you. Get, get you going. I, I got to say, Daniel, that on this particular break, you, you've done marvelous. You Thank haven't you. screwed anything Thank up you. the whole time. Well, I can't understand what she's Constantly. saying. Okay. Okay, you tell me what she said, Ty. What bank did she, she work said at? I thought she said TTCU. It's in Tango Tango Charlie Uniform. Yeah. So TTCU. Got it. Yeah. Normally, normally, Tig's looking at me, pointing toward his ear because he can't hear. I'm like his grandson. I have to tell him what everybody says. <laughs> Not today. Apparently, I'm on. I'm on fire today, baby. That's right. All right, that $250 chance at 910 on the bull. Tig and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull.
How about that storm last night that rolled through? Uh, you know, it complicated some things at the fair last night. Welcome in to Did to See on 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. At a ball game last night, and I, I hate saying this, but I'll be real. You know, I'm kind of, it wears on you going to the ballpark every night. And so I said, you know, if it rains tonight, it's like it hurt my feelings. It turned out it rained, but it, it caused trouble at the fair. This is uh, Chen Doan from News on 6. And the 14- and 15-year-olds got pinned when the winds knocked down a huge metal sign that was, again, used as an archway. Fortunately, the teens were stuck for just only a few seconds or so before others ran to help them. Now, here's the latest from the Tulsa County Sheriff's Office. Captain Mike Moore, the post commander here at the fair, says the midway was shut down around 6.15 because of the storms. He says around 7.15, strong winds knocked down the big heavy metal sign at the entrance of the Midway, which fell on the 14 and 15-year-old fairgoers. Man. Moore was one of three deputies who helped lift the metal structure off the teens. 18-year-old Jordan Rafino, who was selling food near the sign, also jumped in to help. Yeah, listen to this guy. He saw it happen. Rafino says it's his first year to work at the fair, and what he saw was terrifying. And I saw the sign about to tip and noticed there were kids underneath it. And by the time I got out here and around the corner of my trailer, there was nobody over here. So I just started yelling at people. Um, the cops that are right over there, they got over here. It took like 20, 30 of us to lift the sign. I mean, it was a huge sign. I mean, this wasn't like, oh, there's a corn dogs here sign. This is a major sign mm -hmm. that sort of served as an archway at the fair. Goodness, I'm glad everybody's all right. They're okay, um, but probably scared. Uh, also, did you see this, Daniel, that Broken Arrow's getting something pretty cool a new amphitheater, which uh, I think would be kind of new for us. This will be the first of its kind in green country, and city leaders here in Bro Broken Arrow think that it is further proof the city is doing the right things to keep people coming here. 12,000 people it holds. It's not like a little amphitheater where you do plays and things. I don't, it's 12,000 people. That sounds like humongous. It's big, man. Um, <laughs> however, you had mentioned earlier, with the weather so freakish around here, you know, how, when's the best time of year? I mean, do you risk it in the summer? Do you risk it in the winter? We will be able to enjoy the weather at the amphitheater for two to three weeks out of the year. Ah. Uh, I was thinking, man, that is humongous. You know, they just opened that big thing in Las Vegas, the Schwinkter. The Sphere, yeah. It only it holds 18,000 people, so this thing almost as big as the Schwinkter. It's pretty big. 12,000 people, that is going to be some development coming to Broken Era. Uh, should be here, what, 2025? Mm-hmm. I wonder who they're going to get. Who's going to be the very first person to perform at the Broken Arrow Amphitheater? Carrot Top. You think? Yep. I wouldn't mind With that. With his props and things? Wouldn't mind that at all. A uh, couple of things here. Did you see that the era of the COVID vaccination card is over? I still, I'm trying to think, like, did COVID feel like it was a year ago or 100 years ago? I, I don't I, know, I can't man. can't decide. We can't figure it out. We, we, we look back on those times. It's such a strange time that I can't figure out if it felt like it took forever. I know while it was happening... It was god-awful. But looking back on it, it seems like that time went by kind of quickly. You know, I went to the doctor and uh, was talking to my doctor, and um, and he said, man, you wouldn't believe the people that are under mental stress now. And it kind of messed them up, the pandemic. And, like, it really affected a lot of lives. Even if you didn't get the virus or had to deal with that, people mentally were, you know, challenged. And it... You know, I hope we never have one of those again, by the way. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it. Would uh, not, I, hey, yeah, would not sucked. recommend. Yeah. Um, that like, when I was growing up in high school, they told me to brush my teeth and things. Mm -hmm. And they told me to do algebra. But they never said, hey, by the way, there's going to be a global pandemic. We weren't prepared, they, were we? They couldn't have predicted. Uh, yeah. The pandemic's so crazy that everything had shut down. I remember you could get on Uber Eats and uh, you could say, hey, when you get here, just put my food on the ground. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah. just lay it on the, the ground. Remember the very beginning, even if they put it on the ground, you would bring those bags in and some people would spray them down. I mean, mm -hmm. it was, oh, my God, scary, I hope we never do that scary again. Scary kind of time. Yeah. Uh, also, did you see that Darius Rucker, he says, yeah, I, I play weddings sometimes. I will play your wedding. And here's what he charges if he plays your wedding. You know what my wedding price is? million. But I'll be the best wedding band you ever had. You can even name five songs we'll learn. But it's me. We played our butts off. We were great. I sang it the way I sang the wedding song, and then we go play the show. There it is. So, uh, it's a million dollars to, to have Darius come to your wedding. There's folks out there who's got a million bucks. Boy, his life has changed because I uh, remember this was like 15, 20 years ago. I thought Darius was done. 
because I was watching television and he's singing about a Burger King Whopper one day. Yeah. And I thought, oh, man, the guy's like, he just needs any money he can get, so he's singing about a Whopper now. But now, look at him, a million dollars for a wedding. I will say, I think we've had Darius Rucker on a couple of times. We've done, like, a tiny couch interview with him, this thing we do on the Internet sometime. I think he's, uh, if not the top guest, he's definitely top uh, dude, three. He's so likable. He is so good. He plays, you know, plays along. He's nice. I've never seen the guy in the bed, you know. In a, yeah, in really. A, I mean, he's had a great mood. life. Loves playing he's golf. Great performer, and uh, I hope we have him again one day, actually. And finally, I didn't realize this, but there's two types of families, Tag. There's the birthday families and the not really birthday families. Uh, this uh, TikToker has gone viral explaining the difference. Keep in mind, Tag, you grew up not really a birthday family, right? Like, hey. what happened when you when it was your birthday? Uh, it wasn't celebrated highly. It was just, oh, yeah, yeah, happy birthday, son. And uh, here, here, they gave me pencils one year. Well, did you know they're whole opposite side of the spectrum when it comes to birthdays? Listen to this lady, yeah. You either come from a birthday family or you don't. And what I mean by birthday family is like a family that from the moment you wake up in the morning on your birthday until the moment you go to sleep, the entire day is about you. It's about celebrating you. It's about going crazy celebrating you, like celebrating you to the highest extent possible. And if you're not a birthday family, that kind of looks like you wake up and people say, hey, happy birthday. They give you some gifts and it's just kind of like a regular day. Birthdays have changed because when I was a kid, they, they really didn't. Like, they, they took me to Arby's one time. Um, but now, like, it, and you probably feel this, it happens in Tulsa all the time. Now I get like an invitation from school where my kid brings home an invitation and they've rented out a trampoline park. Mm-hmm. It's well, totally different. That now. lady went on to say that sometimes it can cause problems in relationships because, say, Tig, you're not a birthday guy, but your wife grew up in a birthday family. Yeah, so she's when I kinda, just give her a gift, she yeah. goes, well, what, what else is happening here? And I go, what, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I don't get it, you know? So I could see where that um, causes some problems, Daniel. But even if today's not your birthday, we got some good news for you. 9-10, another shot. The sound of moolah. Now it's worth $250. Hang with us. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. A couple times I've been in a, a, like a QT and I'll see people just walk out with beer, you know? And then I'll talk to the uh, employees and I'll say, hey, do y'all have to chase them? They go, no, no, we're not supposed to chase them. I've said a million times I think that a great podcast would be, be called Tells from the Quick Trip and it would just be employees that have worked there for many years or even new employees just to hear about some of the stuff that happens in their oh, day-to-day. I, bet, I, would have listened, I would listen to that for hours. I mean, how much tape do you have? I mean, they must just have endless amounts. And so I talked to the employees. I said, you know, I know you saw the guy leave with beer. No, we don't chase him or anything, which I actually like that policy. I mean, I don't, I don't want somebody to go get, like, hurt over a six-pack. You know what I'm saying? Sure, like, yeah. it's just not worth your life to go out there and do that stuff. But um, but we didn't grow up that way. I remember I was thinking about this, how Quick Trip employees don't have to go chase anybody. When I was a kid, um, they made us chase people. Hmm. Um, you worked at a grocery store called Dale Champs. You're telling me the folks at Dale Champs They had us, They had us down? go out and get the people, yeah. And I remember one time specifically this guy, um, he... What, what the main strategy was, at least in the grocery store, was they paid for some of it, but not all of it, and they would hide things in the cart. Mm -hmm. So it looked like they were legitimate customers, but if you dug in their cart at all, you would recognize they weren't putting everything on the belt. They were kind of hiding it under other things. And um, so I had to go chase guys, but that's not even the worst thing that happened to me. I was thinking about this uh, earlier, is that I worked at an airport, and um, one day I was fueling up a jet, and... The, the damn, the, the gas truck caught on fire. You know what the gas, like the big thing you see go to gas stations with a big silver, like, I don't know, tube on the back that holds all the gas? Yeah. Uh, the engine caught on fire on that truck. And so there's an engine in the front that's on fire, and all it has to do is spread a little bit backwards, and we've got, like, a major explosion that could probably put a crater in the earth. Mm -hmm. And I, I go, and my boss and I are like, hey, man, the truck's on fire. And I thought, well, we'll just call the fire department. He says, get the fire extinguisher. Let's go. Yeah, you can't be doing all Dude, that. Dude, I mean, like, you know, come on, man. I'm 16, earning five and a half dollars an hour, and I got to go fight a fire on a, a truck that's full of gasoline. And I just kept, we've all seen the videos now where you see um, a viral video where a truck blows up. Yeah. And, like, everything for, for a block is destroyed. I, I they had like, me fight a fire that could have killed me. I like how this guy tries to be a hero, and he's like, 
grab the fire extinguisher, let's go. That's what he said. Why didn't he grab the fire extinguisher? The last I checked, a fire extinguisher is a one-man job. I never see two dudes holding a fire extinguisher together. He got one, too, in all fairness. He got oh, one, okay. too, so and I, I got one, too. You made it sound like he just told you to grab it. And we get within five feet of this fire <laughs> <laughs> trying to spray it. And we got it out, but, man, I just started thinking I like it when employers don't ask their employees to risk their lives over something that isn't worth it, you know? Well, I, my very first job was at a drugstore down in Alabama, and, uh, they, yeah, they told us, like, hey, if somebody steals something, please don't go out there and chase them. Really? And I was like, hey, man, that's good with me. I wasn't going to do that anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to go risk my life over no box of Summer's Eve. <laughs> right. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Hey, it's Tig and Daniel. Now, maybe you've heard about semaglutide, the new FDA-approved drug helping people lose weight like crazy and without strict dieting. But here's what you might not know. Red Mountain Weight Loss has full-strength semaglutide and their newest medication called Revolex. It's specially formulated to give you full-strength semaglutide without side effects. So with Revolex... On 98.5, the bull. You know, Tig, uh... People, when they play Sound of Moolah, they don't just play it alone. Sometimes families play it. Some, didn't we, one time, a whole school bus was playing it at one point? That's right, yeah. Uh, well, now we've got Sandra on the line, and I believe your daughter called in, was it yesterday? Yes. And that your daughter's Lauren? Yes. Okay, well, yeah, y'all are both playing it together. <laughs> she got through yesterday. You got through today. How in the world do y'all both, uh, are you able to get through? What's the strategy? Everybody wants to know the best way to get through. We just keep trying. We start kind of call as soon as the song ends. Oh, so you know when Tig teases that it's coming up, you guys will start to call <laughs> even before he starts to talk? Sometimes. Okay, a very vague but, strategy. She yeah. doesn't want to share it. Why I don't, don't blame her. That? Yeah, she's going to keep <laughs> that close to her chest. Yeah. All right, enough tomfoolery, Sandra. Let's get down to business. Are you ready to try to guess the sound of moolah? We're going to play it for you one more time, all right? In three, two, okay. One. All right, you've heard it, Sandra. You're ready for that money. Your daughter, Lauren, probably also listening. So, Sandra, what is your guess, please? A can of whipped cream, the spray whipped cream. Is it a can of whipped cream? It is not. I'm so sorry. Okay. Thank you very much. Did you like the suspense I built up or you didn't care for it? <laughs> it was fine. Do you like suspense or no suspense, Sandra? Be honest. Um, the suspense. You do like it. Well, you certainly yeah. made some there. I was, you're driving me crazy, Daniel. Why is that, Tug? You took too long to tell her if she won or lost. This is big money, and then, you know, because you like to be entertained. Sandra, will you tell Tig that there's no reason for us to be in a rush ever because we don't get off the air till 10 o'clock. He likes to rush through breaks and all yada, yada, yada. Tell him to slow down. Enjoy life a little bit. <laughs> slow down tell him to stop and enjoy and, life. Sandra, tell him to stop and smell the roses. Stop and smell the roses. And then tell him to kiss your butt. <laughs> no. <laughs> She doesn't want Tig. What doesn't want you? She doesn't want you anywhere near her butt. Tig. People are sick of you, Daniel. No, right? they're sick of you, and you're yeah. rushing all the time. <laughs> Sandra, I thought it was a very strong guess. I um, did too. We just didn't get it. Um, but we're back tomorrow morning, Daniel. We got to add. Uh, we're at two fifty now. Sandra, do the honors. We're going to add fifty dollars to two fifty. What does that come to? $300. You heard it from Sandra. $300 up for grabs. First thing tomorrow morning at 710. Right here with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. 98.5 The Bull Weather. Provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan.